What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Mamba Minds podcast. This is episode two, featuring one of my best friends, D. She's got such a great story. She's the ultimate team player, and she works her ass off. So let's jump right into it. What's up, D? How are you doing? I'm good. A little cold today, honestly. What about you? I'm doing all right. It is pretty chilly. Um, <laughs> you just got back from Arizona, though, right? Yeah, it was, I think it was like 70 degrees when I got on the plane, and then it was like 20 degrees when I got off the plane in Indy, so yeah, it's, big change. That's brutal. So for those of you who do not know D, um, D is one of my best friends, and I will let her kind of introduce herself and give her some, give us some background information. Yeah. Sure. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. I think this is awesome what you're doing. Um, so yeah, like you said, I'm D, one of the one of the best friends. I grew up in the Philippines, super cool place. I moved here my freshman year of high school and lived in Bloomington and didn't want to stay in Bloomington. And so came to Indianapolis, went to IPY, met Brad. He was one of my very first friends. Um, it was Sandy's class. Yeah, I remember we, that. We met in a volleyball class. <laughs> volleyball class. It was super fun. And yeah, we've just been really close ever since. Um, uh, marketing and supply chain major with a minor in economics. Graduating here in the next four months. So getting ready to check off the next chapter. But yeah. Yeah. So we appreciate you coming on. Um, I know this takes a lot. Uh, it took me a lot to really put out an episode. So when you wanted to get on, I was really excited. Um, so we'll kind of just jump right on into it. So like, what are some things that you struggle with regarding your mental health? Oh, man, that's such a, I feel like that's such a hard question. I, I could say so many things, but what I struggle with the most, I think, is I try to distract myself from however I'm feeling in the moment. So I put too much on my plate, basically, mm-hmm. and keep myself way too busy. And then at the end of the day, it's midnight, and I have to wake up at 7 a.m. the next day, and I'm just exhausted. And so I think I I kind of distract myself way too much and try to put too much on my plate. And so it's just, you, you know how it goes. Like, yeah, because you're busy 24-7, yeah, I feel. Yeah, pretty you're much. You're always doing something. <laughs> But yeah, that's, I think that's the number one thing I struggle with, I think, is whenever I'm feeling a certain way or I'm going through something in life, I try to, instead of crying in my room, you know, drowning in my sorrows, mm-hmm. I try to, I don't know, work out, make a bunch of music and just basically load my plate. But then yeah. at the end of the day, I'm exhausted. So yeah, definitely plug your album because you're dropping an album and pretty soon right now. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's like hopefully in the next three weeks, maybe a month, maybe it'll be a surprise. Who knows? D's got the voice of an angel. So when that album drops, you bet I'll be exploding that on (laughs) social media. Follow D Boato on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what are um, some things like externally? Because, you know, a lot of mental problems, like from myself, I kind of 
a lot of it comes from internal, but there are external factors that kind of contribute to it. Like I talked in the first episode, how I would gauge my success based on other people's. Like, how do you, because you just got a full-time job uh, out of graduate or after graduation. So like, congratulations for that. But like, can you talk about how you kind of stayed your course? Because there's a lot of people that said that they, that reached out to me after the first episode and said they had the same problems. They kind of gauged personal success compared to other people's. Yeah, I think, I think my story, it's kind of hard to elaborate on a little bit, but I can give you a little bit of backstory. So I grew up in the Philippines. Um, my mom's American, my dad's Filipinos, but they decided to live over there. And so basically grew up there, but we came to the States like every summer or for Christmas. And so I knew how the U.S. was, but it was always just like a vacation for us. Just like, oh, let's go see our grandparents. But now and like when I moved here, my freshman year of high school, I really got to know like a different culture it was it was like mind-blowing it's like all different food all different personalities culture it was just like mind-blowing and being away from family like I moved here on my own and so like it was a struggle that like being away from family is just honestly just I mean you probably know Mm -hmm. but it's a hundred thousand miles away instead of 50 and so just struggling going through everything on my own and paying for everything on my own and basically just did life on my own since freshman year of high school. And so I had to learn from everyone around me. And Mm -hmm. so basically I had to choose wisely who I was around. And in high school, I was in a relationship and I felt like I was never myself and like a comfort thing. Yeah, it was no, I wouldn't say a comfort thing. I would say it was more of a it it was it was a great in like the first couple years and then at the when I got to college it was more of like a controlling factor, trust issues and just all of that that put me more into a depressive state mm-hmm. because like, like I said, I kept myself super, super busy and all that. And so not being able to go out with friends like you, like I would always cancel, say, no, sorry, too busy to this, to that, because I was so like paying for working so much, paying for school. I was in a relation uh, relationship that was just unhealthy and always put me down instead of like bringing me up and growing me as a person. I w- it was doing the opposite. And so um, going through that um, breakup on my own was like the clearest of day whenever I was just free to really just make decisions and be myself on my own was just a great eye opener and just taught me so much about um, being an adult and being just free to do whatever you want and I think that's honestly the the most crazy thing about like me graduating in May is like going out into the real world like you got to do that on your own like Mm -hmm. (laughs) your parents aren't going to be there anymore I mean they're always going to be there for you but like all of those things that 
come from being an adult is just like, I, I'm excited, but at the same time, it like gives me so much anxiety and I'm like so scared. I'm like, um, no, I should take a, get another semester of school or get another major, stay in school, be mm-hmm. a kid longer, you know? You can also say like, you're kind of like, honestly, like a step ahead from being out in the real world because you've been doing it for so long. So I know it was probably crazy hard because you were what, four, 14 as a freshman? Yeah. Yeah. So, but now like you're 22, um, stepping on the real world, you've had that motive and you've done it already. Yeah. So you're kind of, honestly, I would consider that as like a step, like a positive, um, thing for you. I'm not 22 yet, Bradley. Come oh, 22. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> yeah. You're not old as dust. Like me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Almost there. So do you want to talk about like what you kind of, because when you got to the States when you were 14, I bet it was, like you said, it was very difficult not having your parents there. Like what were some things that you would do to like kind of cope with that to kind of help yourself feel busy or keep your mind off it? It was kind of like the complete opposite. I think when I first moved here, I would literally just drown in my sorrows. I had no friends. It was honestly really pretty sad. (laughs) I just moved here, had no friends, had no Filipino friends. I like had to speak English 24 seven instead of four different languages at a time. You know, it was just different. I had to not eat rice every day and move to a bunch of carbs. And I don't know, it was just really different. And I basically just drowned in my sorrows. That's, that's how I coped with it. And so I think that's now like going through all of that. My mentality now is completely different. And it's instead of drowning in my sorrows and crying and feeling sorry for myself, why not do something? Like, I don't want to feel that way for the rest of my life, you know? Like, I want to use every situation I have in life as, like, a learning and growing opportunity. And so if something happens, yeah, you'll cry. Yeah, you, it hurts. And sometimes you have to go through things alone, but at the end of the day, that's not how you want to feel for the rest of your life. And like use every situation that you have to grow yourself as a person is just honestly amazing. If you get to that mindset and I heard a podcast actually of this one professor was talking about how he makes his bed every single morning because that's the very first like thing he accomplishes. I heard heard that same podcast. Yeah. It starts out with like a successful cross Uh off the list. Exactly. And like, I use that as my everyday motivation. Like I get out of bed, every probably everyone that has been to my house sees that my bed is always made (laughs) and I get out of bed. I make my, yeah, I get out of bed, you know, make my bed. It's the first step. Then I make my coffee, you know, and then you just the checks and the the checking off just like keeps going and keeps going. And just like you grow as a person, um, find things you love, find things that you're good at. And in every situation, just make the most of it, no matter how crappy or terrible it is. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, What are some things that like you feel like? you've definitely seen personal growth. Cause like I've seen growth in you, like 
a million percent from just Sandy's volleyball class. <laughs> it's like, what are, cause a lot of people that listen, they said that it's harder to identify a personal success. Like other people can see it easier because they're around you more. They're not in your shoes. Um, what are ways that you kind of keep yourself intact for and like not pushing yourself and continuing to get better? Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, you know, this is an interview. I for, know. For like, full-time job. A job. <laughs> um, I think ways that I can grow as a person. Um, I think I, having older siblings, I have two older siblings. I think having two older siblings really helped me a lot with like going through college. Like since um, they went through it all, they, they always told me like before I got to college, they were like, always like get as much experience as you can do this, do that. But like, unfortunately I didn't have a lot of the same um, perks that a lot of my peers had just because I had to work full time in college just to pay for, for school and, that I think really grew me as a person and really built my character by just, I don't really know how to explain this, but it pushed me to do something that I didn't want to do. And I think there's a lot of challenges in life that push you to have to do things that you don't want to do. For example, like making your bed every morning. You probably don't want to do that every morning, but I'm going to because it'll help me realize that it's important. And just like, I mean, just like going to work every day, I I work from home because of COVID. And so like my motivation to actually wake up and log on to my computer is just, I have responsibilities. I have to pay bills. I have to, you know, all that jazz. I don't necessarily want to pay bills or do all that, but I'm going to because I don't really have a backup plan on that. <laughs> so it's like, I guess I could, I look at struggles and mental health as growing myself as a person, even though I don't so want yeah, to do it. It's like it. an opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So instead of like, oh, someone hurt me what am I going to do about it? I'm going to look at this situation, hopefully from their perspective instead of mine and try to take out all the anger and the hurt and like try to understand why this person is doing what they're doing. Yeah. I think it's always like a learning opportunity and a growth opportunity in my eyes. If you just think of it a different as a different perspective. Yeah. I think that's a great, honestly angle of thinking about it because i know personally whenever something happens i'm the first thought is like i can like boohoo like why me like why is everything why is life shitting on me right now but if you look at it like the way you're looking at it i feel that could help a lot of people um even like because you've been doing that for probably a couple of years now and that's probably a huge reason why whenever you face adversity you plow right through that barrier you know yeah, I think I really realized that mentality when I was talking about my previous relationship. Um, it was like a three and a half years for, I don't know. It was a while, it I was remember. a long time. But I mean, like three and a half, four years of that and just trying to get over that. 
it, it took me like a year or so. But that entire year basically was just me in my room crying like every night. And I couldn't get out of that state. And me thinking to myself, like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, I don't want to just cry. I don't want to, I don't, I like, I'm, I was exhausted. I went to class like with dark circles and I was just so tired of being sad that I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to not going to feel this way ever again mm-hmm. i'm just i'm tired of it yeah, breakups just, are breakups are very tough like yeah. mentally <laughs> on everything and it does take a while like i'm not telling saying like no no one is able to after a relationship even if you're the one that ends it like nobody is able to just be perfectly fine you know if you are then you never really you know like the person but um like it does fuck with you for a while so and I think it does come a time where, you know, you just kind of like, you know, like I need to get better. Like, so you start focusing on those things. So like, what were those things that helped you kind of get to that point where you're like, you know, like I got this, like, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Honestly, I, yeah, I wrote an album. <laughs> like, diss track. I, no, yes. <laughs> but maybe we should make a diss track. <laughs> make a diss track. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big, like, I don't share my, I'm really bad at sharing my feelings. Like, I'm just very, yeah, I just don't mm-hmm. share my feelings. I'm pretty bad at it. You really have to, like, know you really, really well for me to just share my inner demons. And so I think with music, like writing music, I can just freely just talk to my guitar and just write whatever I wanted mm-hmm. to. And I think that's why I I fell in love with just producing a lot more. Uh, I mean, I always used to write music, but it was just like me and my guitar um, and on my like recording app on your phone to really like wanting to pursue it as like a passion of mine, like a side hobby Mm -hmm. after work and stuff. And so I think really just realizing that I was like, wow, there's so much cool emotion that I'm feeling that could be something beautiful. Yeah. And that doesn't even have to be with music. Like that could be anything like, right. So if someone's going through something and you're feeling these this way, like turn it into something beautiful, honestly, just like so important to keep yourself busy. You know, like, like you said, whenever you go through something, like it's not like, yes, didn't think on it for a minute, but you can't sit there forever. But also you can't do too much and like overwork yourself because then it it's like the straw that breaks the camel's back, you know, like after after so long, like one little thing can happen and you just explode. And like I'm a I'm a big I've done that before. Like it's not yeah. fun where you <laughs> like lose your shit on yeah. on people and then you're like, oh, like, like nope, shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> but, what did you just say? Camel and the straw. The straw that broke the camel's back. That is one thing moving to America and all of the sayings and the idioms. (laughs) Like, so whenever someone says something, I, oh my gosh, my old boss at work used to like just be the queen of idioms. And I'd just be like, what does this mean? I say that a lot. I say that a lot. (laughs) The straw that broke the camel's back. But yeah, like finding that thing that you could just do that makes you happy. That's like the biggest thing. And honestly, it's one of the reasons why I started this podcast, because like my thing was going to the gym, you know, and when COVID hit, all those gyms closed. I couldn't 
Like, I think I got kicked off the outside gym behind NIFS. Um, I remember that. <laughs> I got kicked out of there. Um, I would get kicked out of Carroll for running bleachers. <laughs> like, it was like I was getting told, like, I can't do these things. And it, it was, like, mentally just, like, fucking with me, you know, because I was like, I need to go to the gym and be active, do something. And then that's when I got this idea because I turned to – I was like, okay, like, if I can't improve my mental health by doing this – what's something else like what's a different alley I could take to help myself even if it's if it helps another person too so that's kind of how I kind of started this and yeah yeah I was actually reading I'm not really big into neuroscience or psychology and I was reading this article and it said like a breakup is kind of like you're you're a baby and you're first starting to walk like your parents have to train you how to walk right they have to train your brain saying hey this is how you put one foot forward one foot back one foot forward and I always use that analogy as like mental health right Mm -hmm. and so your brain is feeling a certain way and you just have to train it to not think that way basically and it's hard yeah like I'm sure it was hard for our parents to teach us how to walk too. Um, but I, I just look at mental health and however I'm feeling like if I'm, if I'm crying or if I'm like really sad while I'm working and I can't focus, I have to just train. You just have to train your brain to just think differently or do differently. And it's, mm-hmm. it's hard but using that analogy is like sometimes things just take time. Like how long did it take us to learn how to walk? I have no idea. Honestly, like nine months maybe. Like just look at that. Like nine months sometimes. Sometimes your life's just gonna suck. Honestly, yeah. like sometimes it's just terrible. But you just have to slowly. Your brain just slowly learns how to get out of that state mm-hmm. and make it yeah. something beautiful and then you just learn how to walk. I, I really like that. I really like that. I think that's great. Cause it's all about like what you do, like when your back's up against the wall, cause like life throws so much shit at you. And especially in college, like I never felt any sort of like anxiety or anything through like high school or like prior to high school. But once I got to college, it was like, Cause like you're, you're an adult in college. Like you don't have to go to class. You don't have to do your homework. It's like, you got your priorities. And if like you either you abide by your priorities and if that's not school or if that's not your work or anything like that, like life can shit on you pretty quick. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was failing two classes within like four weeks of my freshman year. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. I was, I, my first semester, I think I had like a two, six GPA terrible. And I was like, this is not going to like, college is hard, man. I was like, this is not going to help me. Like after college, when I'm trying to get like a good job or like be successful, I was like, I know GPA is and everything, but I was like, I need to, I need to get my shit together. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I, I don't really know how to explain life in college. Honestly, college was a roller coaster of emotions but mm-hmm. I think like I feel ready like I feel like I'm ready to be an adult even though I'm already an adult if that makes any sense <laughs> <laughs> I 
like in May, like when, when I graduate, I think college has taught me so much about myself, like no matter if it was hard, no matter if I did have to pay for school or work 40, 50 hours a week and go to class for 15 and then try to make music and like try to hang out with the boys in the fraternity, you know, like <laughs> Alpha Sigs. Alpha Sig rules. <laughs> but I don't know, it's just like taught me so much that when I don't have school anymore, like what am I gonna do? I, so I think excited. you got it. Like I like I've known you for a while and like I've I've known like you're gonna be successful. And it's like honestly, as long as you like because after college, like you don't test all that, but you'll still be working, right? So it's like after work, like or still incorporating the things you love, like writing music, producing music, as long as you still hold on to those things, no matter how deep and how dark life gets you, as long as you have those things to kind of turn back on and be like, okay, like I'm doing this because I like it. I'm not doing this because it's a job. And same for like, I know a lot of like athletes are saying like, um, cause like, obviously my girlfriend's an athlete and like, they're all like struggling to go to practice or like, you know, and it's like, you just got to think about why you're doing it. Why, like why you're going to school. Um, this, like you said, school is fucking hard. <laughs> um, you can look at it in anything, like why you're doing it. Just got to know like your reasoning for doing this is bigger than the struggle that you're facing. Oh yeah, for sure. I think, I mean, you could look at any situation, like that. honestly, like, I've had a couple of family members that have passed away from COVID and it's just like the most, like I wasn't too close to those relatives, but my parents were and seeing them like mentally go through that and that like depression, you like, I'm just using this as, as an example, like anything, whoever's listening right now, like if you're going through something hard, just look at it, like, no matter how hard it is. I know it does suck, but try to turn however you're feeling into, like, something beautiful, like what we were talking about in the baby steps. It's just, instead of, like, put it in a different perspective. I think we see a lot of situations and environments as our own perspective, and we don't take ourselves out of our shoes and try to see because we all have different brains, like, we all have different minds, like, I mean, Mamba minds, right, like, we all have different minds, we all think differently, and we all respond to different situations, and I think just really trying to get to know yourself, and how those situations, like, how you respond to those is just, I think, is so important. Yeah, everyone responds to adversity different, but it's just remembering like the pyramids weren't bit weren't built in a day. There's another yeah, name for you, but <laughs> pyramids weren't built in a day. Yeah, which so one is that? what does that mean? Huh? It's a marathon, sprint. You know, like <laughs> got it. Just knowing, stay your course, and everything will work out in the end. It always does. So no matter how deep, how down you are, just know like you're never alone in it. Um, you're always there's always someone going through something similar, or there's always someone hurting, and it's it's usually the people that will go out of their way to make sure you're feeling good. You know, like those people that are always smiling, always laughing, always having a good time, like check on your friends too. Like there's a lot of times those people, so important. Oh the, the happy ones that seems like they're the ones that's kind of like dealing with the demons are like the quiet ones, like pay attention to how your friends are acting and kind of be like, okay, he wasn't himself tonight. Like, let me, 
Let me hit him up, see if, see what he's doing, see how his head is. But yeah, I think I think we had a pretty productive episode yeah, here about you. Yeah, super fun. Thanks so much for having yeah. me. If you ever want to hop on again and shoot the shit, we oh, can yeah, do man, that. You got my phone number. Just text me. Mm-hmm. I'm always happy to share what I've gone through. I'm not ashamed of it. Not not um, vulnerable. Or, I, I mean, I know it is kind of vulnerable, <laughs> but like yeah. I'm always happy to share whatever I've experienced. It's tough. So like, yeah, you got like a lot of respect for me just being able to come on here and talk about things that you've gone through and how you've kind of faced those things. And if anyone out there is wanting to get on it, just shoot me a, a message um, and we can set that up. But yeah, do you want to plug your Instagram or anything yeah. like that? Get some follows. Yeah, dude. Um, follow me on Spotify. Dropping an album hopefully here in a couple months. Uh, it's just <laughs> Dibuato. Um, Instagram is Dibuato11. Um, so yeah. And definitely check out I just made a Instagram for the Mamba Minds podcast. It's at Mamba Minds Podcast on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I'll be posting updates based on whoever comes on or I do a lot of, if I see a lot of quotes on my timeline that I think will help some people, I'll put those on my story or send those out there so they can help anyone out that needs it. So E, we appreciate you coming on. Of course. Um, Thank you. It was amazing. But yeah, just remember it's okay to not be okay. Yeah.